slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So much to get to on today's show. Lots of important things, starting, of course, with tonight's big showdown, first of three in a row against the Washington Capitals. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that LinkedIn sent you. All right, so lots to discuss on today's show. We'll talk about the Islanders' new third line, how effective it was uh, on Tuesday against the New York Rangers and what it means. We'll also talk about a few Islander players who really need to pick things up, uh, who have been slumping that maybe a few people haven't noticed. So we'll, we'll talk about those players, what's causing them to slump and what can be done about it. We have our Islanders' birthday of the day and, of course, a full preview of tonight's game against the Capitals at the Nassau Coliseum. If there's something Islanders-related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a, a topic that you'd like us to discuss, feel free to send us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. I'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And of course, uh, I also do live tweet during nearly every Islanders game. So if you're looking for instant insight and analysis, uh, or just want to talk about what's going on in the game, please feel free to uh, to contact me on Twitter, and it's always great to hear from our listeners. So, the big line in Tuesday's win over the Rangers was the newly formed Pajot, Bavillier, and Bailey line. And the big difference, uh, realistically, in this one was that the Islanders got Josh Bailey back into the lineup. And here's what his linemate, J.G. Pajot, had to say about Bales. He said, to have Josh back in the lineup is big, not only on the ice, but in the locker room. Just the influence he has on everyone and the leadership that he brings, it's big. To play with him, I feel very lucky. Bavillier was everywhere on the ice tonight. He was moving his feet and winning all of his battles. So it was a fun game for sure. And Barry Trotz, the head coach, echoing that, he said all three of those guys were good. Everyone knows Bailey is a very cerebral, smart player. They just fit, but they were working. 
when Bailey has that good balance between the cerebral part of the game and the blue-collar type of game that you mix in, he gets a lot done. With Pajot and Bavillier, they've got some speed, they've got some tenacity, and some intelligence, and they were able to capitalize tonight. So, it sounds like Barry Trotz is going to keep this line together, at least for another game. Uh, obviously, they have to keep producing if they want to stay as a unit. We still do not know the status of Cal Clutterbuck. He was considered a game-time decision on Tuesday against the Rangers. Did not even skate in the warm-up. So we have to see whether or not he is available tonight against the Capitals. Obviously, uh, Barry Trotz would like to have him back. He's now missed the last three games and, you know, the question becomes, who sits when Clutterbuck is ready to come back in the lineup? Is it Uncle Leo who may sit? Uh, do you sit Travis Zajac? I, I would tend to think it's a little too soon to do that. Uh, do you sit Michael Dalcole? Uh, do you bring Wallstrom back into the lineup? Because Oliver Wallstrom certainly has uh, a need to you know, get out there and contribute. So a lot of uh, tough choices, really, for the Islanders lineup and Barry Trotz right now. And here's the bottom line. With 10 games left in the regular season, it is up to Barry Trotz to figure out exactly uh, what he wants for the playoffs. Because at the end of the day, with 10 regular season games left, yeah, you want to finish in first place. But if they go 5-5 five and five and finish second or third, so be it. It's more important to have your team ready to perform once it really matters, and that is when the Stanley Cup playoffs get underway. One other thing I wanted to touch on, uh, the Islanders pretty close to selling out all the season tickets that they have at the new UBS Arena for next season, according to uh, an article in Sportico.com. Season tickets are about 90% sold and 80% of the arena's club seats and premium suites have also been purchased, including all of the 1905 club. So there are about 1,000 season tickets left, and after that, it's a waiting list situation. Uh, all of the upper bowl has been sold, and uh, it's the lower bowl, the more expensive tickets that have not yet sold out. So uh, uh, Tom Lewicki, uh, the chief executive officer of the Oakview Group, which runs the UBS Arena, he said, amazingly, no one would have said five years ago that the Islanders would sell out their 11,000 season tickets, they'll have a waiting list. That will be completely sold out of our 4,000 premium suites and boxes. And then what individual seats and ticket sales are left will sell out in a matter of days. Who would have thought five years ago that that was even possible here? And you got to give credit where credit is due, and that is to New York Islander fans who basically bought the tickets, who have enthusiasm for this team, the fact that the team is winning certainly helps, but uh, Islander fans, you know, for those who say that there aren't enough of you out there, uh, 
take a look at the ticket sales for the new UBS Arena for next season. Islander fans are excited, and this should be an exciting transition. All right, we've got a lot to talk about still. We will discuss two Islander players in particular who really need to step things up in the final 10 games, plus a preview of our big game tonight against the Capitals and our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings that are sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring. Ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece, they're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, and it's fairly priced so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this one out. They won't be around long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. Islander fans, this year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th to May 1st. So, there's a couple of players who have really been uh, slumping lately. I mean... Look, before last night, we could talk about Bailey, we could talk about Bavillier, but we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt after what they did uh, Tuesday against the New York Rangers. But two players that I think still need to get in gear, so to speak, before the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs, and really for the stretch drive as well. The first is Oliver Wallstrom. And look, Wally was a scratch on Tuesday. We don't know yet whether or not he is going to be back in the lineup tonight against the Capitals. I get the feeling he may not be, just based on my understanding of Barry Trotz and and the way he operates, but it's possible and we'll see. But at the end of the day, Oliver Wallstrom has not scored a point in his last nine games, and the last time he had a goal was way back on March 25th against the Boston Bruins. So it's been almost a month since Wallstrom had a point. And look, rookies are going to have slumps and inconsistency. And the fact of the matter is that a lot of the time for rookies, they are, if they come from juniors or college especially, uh, or from Europe, You're talking about, you know, they're used to playing in college. What do they play? 35, 40 games a year uh, in Europe, maybe a little bit more than that. But at the end of the day, the schedule isn't as grueling, typically, as the NHL is. And then this year, with the compressed schedule, yeah, they're playing fewer games. 
but they're also playing more back-to-backs. They're also involved with, uh, you know, three games in four nights, and that makes it more physically and mentally demanding for these young players. But Wallstrom, quite honestly, has got to get back into gear uh, if he wants to stay in the lineup. And I think, you know, by Barry Trotz benching him on Tuesday, what he is doing is sending a message that, hey, Wally, you want to stay in the lineup? I need more from you. And the key question is, how does Oliver Wallstrom respond? Because right now, since Zajac and Palmieri have been added to the lineup, we are in a situation where there is a glut of forwards. And, you know, a couple of guys are going to sit every game. Right now, that guy is Oliver Wallstrom. Now, the other player who is slumping, and this may surprise a few people, but it's Matthew Barzal. Do you know that Matthew Barzal has gone nine games without a goal? Yes, he has five assists in that time, but the last time Barzy scored a goal was when he had the hat trick and the five-point night against the Capitals, and that is 10 games ago. Now, look, five points in nine games is a solid offensive output for most players, but not for your first-line best scorer, most dynamic offensive weapon. And the Islanders will certainly need more from uh, Barzi down the stretch. And, look, obviously the loss of Anders Lee has affected Matt Barzal more than probably anybody else. Because the Islanders have tried a lot of different players to join Barzal and Eberle on that top line. We have seen Kiefer Bellows take a shot at it. Had one good game, then kind of fell off. We've seen Uncle Leo. He adds a little grit. He makes the occasional good pass but he isn't the offensive weapon that the duo needs to really come through. We've seen Travis Zajac try it. We've seen Kyle Palmieri try it. Zajac doesn't really have the speed at this point in his career to keep up with Everly and Barzal the way you want him to, and quite honestly, Uncle Leo struggles in that area as well. And then Palmieri, it just hasn't been a great fit in the limited amount of time that he's been there. And so you ask the question, you know, who should Barry Trotz plug in to that top line? Because since Anders Lee has been hurt, Matt Barzal has not really been quite the same on a consistent basis. So Barzi has to get it going. And, you know, to me, one guy you may want to try plugging in there eventually, if nothing else works, I would give Palmieri another chance. But if that doesn't work, Maybe Josh Bailey, if the Bailey, Bavillier, and uh, Pajot line doesn't stick together, maybe Bailey, who is a very good passer and who can help set Barzi and Everly up with some rather nice passes, if Bailey is willing to be a little more physical and, you know, as you heard Barry Trotz say earlier on the show, talking about that blue-collar mentality that, Bailey brings when he is most effective, uh, if you can get that going, 
maybe just maybe he might be worth trying on that top line. Now, obviously, right now, you're going to keep him with Pajot and Bavillier until, you know, that trio isn't working well anymore. But Barzi has to get going, and it is up to Barry Trotz over the last 10 games of the regular season to find that missing piece to the first-line puzzle that has been an issue since Anders Lee went down. And I'll tell you another possibility that I hadn't thought of. Maybe it's time to separate Barzal and Eberle for a few games and see what other combinations you can get going. At the end of the day, they have to figure this out, and there are 10 games left to do that before the playoffs get underway. When we come back, we have our Islanders' birthday of the day and a full preview of tonight's game against the Capitals. All that and more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on his or her computer, choosing only the brands that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the auto and body parts available from hundreds of different manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Now, the football season may be over, but the NBA and NHL are approaching the playoffs, and Major League Baseball is in full swing. We also have the NFL Draft coming up next week. So, BetOnline even covers things like awards, TV shows, and reality TV, and they'll give you real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to our website or use the mobile device, your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. That's a 50% welcome bonus just for being a listener to this podcast when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And don't forget the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now. Featuring, featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, and Brian Baldinger, and our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars for their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your home, audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matters to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. 
Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and this one uh, is an import. Uh, we are going to wish a very happy 32nd birthday to Swedish native David Ulstrom. Ulstrom was originally drafted by the Islanders in the fourth round back in 2008, played his junior hockey and started his uh, hockey career in Sweden, joined the Islanders organization in 2010, and made his NHL debut in 2011-2012 after spending part of two seasons with the Islanders. Mixed in with some time in Bridgeport, he later played in the KHL, the Swedish League, and now is playing in Switzerland. So, Ulstrom still active. We're going to look at one of his better games as an Islander, December 6th, 2011, at the Nassau Coliseum Islanders, taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Matthew Garon is the Bolts goalie, while Al Montoya was the goaltender for the Islanders. And it was the Lightning scoring first. Martin St. Louis, his ninth from Brett Clark and Steven Stamkos, 1-0 Tampa Bay at the 6.55 mark. But three goals in the final six minutes of the period for the Islanders. First, John Tavares from Matt Molson and Kyle Oposo. Then Matt Martin, his third from Tim Wallace and Marty Reasoner. And then it, with six seconds left, Milan Yersina, his first from Franz Nielsen and Mark Streit on the power play. Islanders up 3-1 to one after one period. They remained that way through a scoreless second period. But in the third, our Islanders' birthday of the day, David Olstrom gets his first career NHL goal. Assist to Josh Bailey and Steven Steos at 319. That made it 4-1 to one Islanders. And then with Stamkos in the box for cross-checking, Matt Molson scores a power play goal at 17-25 with Tavares and Streit earning the helpers. Islanders skate away with a 5-1 win over the Lightning. Al Montoya, 23 saves. And it was the first ever NHL goal for our Islanders' birthday of the day. That, of course, being David Olstrom. Olstrom had two shots in this game uh, for the Islanders and was a plus one. Olstrom, uh, again, still actively playing hockey in uh, Switzerland right now, and we wish him a very happy 32nd birthday. Looking at tonight's game against the Capitals, this is one of those things where Washington is one of the best offensive teams in the NHL. The Islanders, one of the best defensive teams. It is going to be interesting to see with these three games who Barry Trotz turns to in goal for the Islanders. Uh, I get the feeling that he would want to go with the experienced veteran in Varlamov in two of these three games, but again, that is a decision that has to be made by Barry Trotz. Right now, Nicholas Backstrom is the leading scorer on the Capitals with 47 points. Alexander Ovechkin, 24 goals leading them. And then their top defenseman, John Carlson, has 32 assists and 42 points as well. Some physical players in TJ Oshie and Tom Wilson, who can also be productive offensively. And I wonder. If he's healthy, 
whether or not under those circumstances you want Ross Johnston in the lineup. The penalty kill will be vital for the Islanders in this three-game series with first place on the line. The power play for the Capitals is the league's best right now at 27.6% success rate. The Islanders got to have their penalty kill in gear. Now, they're 10th in the league on the PK with an 82.5% success rate. But I'll tell you, the Capitals are 7th in the league on the PK, and we know the Islanders' power play has struggled. Special teams make a big difference for Washington. Their weakness, goaltending. And whether it's Vitek Vanacek or Ilya Samsonov uh, in net, the Islanders have to take advantage of the inconsistent goaltending and the inconsistent defense of the Capitals. That is going to be the key. Looking at the Washington lineup right now, Evgeny Kuznetsov is the top-line center with Ovechkin and Tom Wilson on either side of him. You have a second line of Nicholas Backstrom centering Anthony Mantha and TJ Oshie. Lars Eller is the third-line pivot with Connor Sheary and Daniel Sprong on either side of him. And the fourth line, Nick Dowd, Carl Haglin, who had Speed and Garnett Hathaway. The defensive pairings, Dmitry Orlov and John Carlson are the top duo, followed by Brendan Dillon and Justin Schultz, and then Trevor Van Riemsdyk and Nick Jensen are the third pairing. The power play unit, they move Ovechkin back to the point. He sets up at the top of the left circle where he is dangerous. You have him and John Carlson on the points with Backstrom, Oshie, and Kuznetsov up front. It is a very, very dangerous group. Zdeno Chara Day-to-day right now, we'll see whether or not he is back for tonight's game against the Islanders. That's going to do it for us on today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with a full analysis of this game, plus a preview of this weekend's contest also against the Capitals. We'll have the latest injury updates and a whole lot more. So join us for that. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders.